Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's solo episode, I'll be sharing tips to help you declutter and organize your pantry so it's a more functional space in your home. If you're wanting to plan healthier meals, save money on groceries, or reduce your food waste, then this episode is for you. Thanks for joining me for today's solo episode about creating an organized and functional pantry. I'm going to go through some steps to help you organize your pantry, some ideas if you have limited pantry space, and some tips to avoid cluttering your pantry shelves once it's all organized. So let's jump in with some steps to help you start to actually organize your pantry. So the first step I suggest that you do is take everything out and group them together with like like things. So obviously all the baking things would be stacked together, the spices, your sauces, your condiments that you might use, and also you might have prepackaged food. Placing them into those groups really helps when it's time to actually put it back in and organize it. The next part, still part of that step, is to check all the expiration dates on all the packets and throw out any of your old past use-by dates on the food. My favorite are obviously the spices are the ones that generally we find might be out of date, you know, even back to the 1990s I've even found in someone's pantry before. And then ask yourself if your family still uses and eats that particular food is another thing to consider as well. I've asked families who've done their pantry if they still eat a particular kind of lentil and they're like, no, my kids don't like it. So we've then moved them on. So if they're still in use by date, then I have taken them to places that take donations of food. You can also find these sometimes in supermarkets. At the front of the supermarket, there may be a box and asking for donations of food that are still in date. Step two is then decide on the foods you'd like to decanter. Now, I don't suggest that you decanter everything because you may not have the time to be able to keep up this consistently. So think about the foods that would be better stored in the containers. I generally suggest like baking goods are great stored in those containers, especially if you don't use them regularly. They will keep them a lot fresher than they're just in a packet. And it could be something like also your spices. Again, if they didn't come in a jar, will definitely last better in one of the decanted jars. The other thing is packets of biscuits. If your family is the type of family that might eat only half of the packet of biscuits, then I definitely suggest you decant them to keep them fresh and stop them from being wasted. And having that set container there helps everybody know where they are and where to find them as well. So one of the questions to think about, is the decantering something that you would do on a regular basis? And 
what things do you think would be great to decanter to keep them fresh that you maybe always seem to be throwing out because there's a few biscuits left and they're always off by the time you get to them. Now, another thing is also considering the container size that you're going to decanter into. I've been in pantries where I have found two containers and I'm like, what's in this? And it's the same thing. It's flour, but it's just that they only had that small size, but they generally would buy the one kilo flour. So think about what size do you usually buy that product in? Because that's a size container then you want to try and get to decanter into, because there's no point decantering half into one and half into another smaller container. So the third step is what we can place our categorized items into. So looking at storage solutions, it could be as simple as a takeaway container that maybe could hold sauces, soup packets, or those ready-to-eat meals can fit really nicely in one of those containers. Or you might be able to find some clear containers, which I suggest are better than a colored container so that you can see what's in it. You may be able to find these at your local shops. Here in Australia, it would like our Kmart and Target and Bunnings. I find a great places to go and find the clear containers that can hold those items. Tiered steps can be good because they keep things together like your jars and your cans, but it means that you can also see them. There's some great ones that have, you can actually have like three lines of tins in a row on top of each other on an angle as well to make them easy to be able to see them, but also for them to come out one after the other. If we have these systems, then we can see where the items are and they're not getting lost and forgotten at the back of the cupboard. So if we can actually visually see, then when we're planning out our shopping, we can just say, we've already got five tins of tomatoes there. We don't need any more this week. Another item I really like to add into pantries are the turntables or otherwise known as the Lazy Susan. It stores condiments really nicely, especially with little kids. It means that they can become independent at maybe making their own toast in the morning and going and getting the spread because they can see it. They're not going to be leaning over the top of other things and knocking those things in front, whereas they just turn the turntable around, grab what they need, and it makes it easier for them to also put it away. Another thing I've used on those are herbs and spices, even sauces and oils are another great item that you could have on those turntables, especially if it's a really small, narrow shelf. These can work well. They're also great in a corner because then things aren't getting lost in the back where you can't see them. I also really like to use the vertical space inside the door whether it's just even a shopping list or your meal planner or adding like a rack that could hold some of your spices, the ones that you use more regularly so you can see them really easily and really quickly. Another thing to really consider is moving shelves. And if you can allow at least five centimeters at the top for your tallest item, step four is not everything needs to be kept in the pantry. So we could think about using things like our benches, 
beside our kitchen top or also it could be our area above our stove. Generally, it's quite small and great for spices. Another thing to think about is beside your cooktop or stove that you may be able to keep something out there that you use on a regular basis. Maybe it's like the oils, salt and pepper and anything you use for cooking on a regular basis. You could place there, you could place it on one of the turntables or maybe even in a clear container so you can still see it, but it gives it a home and it keeps it contained in one area. This has really helped with clients with ADHD that I've worked with to be able to put the things away easily without getting distracted, but also it's there in their vision. They can see it, but it's also created a space to keep it and put it back away for them as well. So now it's time to think about putting everything back into the pantry. Assembling the different areas in your pantry is really important rather than just putting it all back in there. And then we have those same problems of overbuying, not knowing what we've got, things then going past their expiry date. But by giving us our zones, we know exactly where to put things away when we've been using them or when they come in from shopping. And it also means that we are able to find things really easily. Items that you use on a regular basis, you're going to be putting in your prime real estate, which is the area between your head and your hips. But obviously that is where your vision is. So you can see those things really easily. Also though, consider children. So obviously their prime real estate is going to be a lot lower than you. So if you want them to be making their own lunches, buttering their own bread and sandwiches or making their own toast, then we would consider putting maybe the condiments down a little lower than maybe for you so that they can actually develop that independence. The items that you'll put up high are like extra stock that you might buy and things that you use casually or even store those big items like a keg stand and picnic covers and platters generally are things that I've stored up high for clients who don't use regularly and then they've got their stepladder to be able to get it when they really need it. Baking's a really interesting one. There's either people who love baking and so we then have that in their prime real estate area Otherwise, it's put up really high because people use that occasionally and they don't need it there in front of them. And maybe it's just some of the things that they might use. They might use the sugar and just the flour, but everything else we could place in a basket up high and they get down when they actually need it. So just thinking about where you would put it then when you're putting it back in the pantry as to how often you use the items. So generally, I will find that the condiments are in the front with the oils and uh, sauces as well as like your spreads that you would use. Where And then the next sort of level up is your rices and pastas and proteins that you might add to a meal, carbohydrates and pastas and any of those pre-made meals or like your jars that maybe you use on a regular basis. Maybe some of your tins like tin tomatoes that you might use or maybe it's tin beans that you use regularly you might have down lower but your extra stock might be up that little bit higher so what about if you have limited pantry space and probably that's one of the main reasons a lot of people get me in to do their pantry is because they've got a small space and then they want to make the most of that space and it's really over cluttered at the moment So think about the drawers and cupboards that you have in your kitchen. An idea could be to have your tea and your coffee near your kettle rather than in your pantry. 
number one, it declutters the pantry area, but it also means in particular for clients who have ADHD, they've really enjoyed that because they're able to stay focused and make the cup of tea or coffee right to the end and drink it. Because if they go back to the pantry to get the sugar, they might get distracted and then not get back to finish making the cup of tea. So keeping it all there in one area really helps to actually finish the process. So the next thing to think about decluttering to make space are appliances, and these can take up so much space. I also find that people will have bought a smoothie maker of some kind, something about it doesn't work properly, they've replaced it, but they haven't let that other one move on because maybe they've spent a lot of money on it. Juices are another thing that they've maybe got, they haven't used it, they actually don't plan on using it, but they've actually had a huge outlay of money for it. Think about the space. Is this space better used for things that I could use more regularly rather than that juicer that I bought thinking I was going to use it regularly and haven't done that? Maybe it's about adding a cupboard. I've done this this with several clients. We've added a small cupboard that then we've added the items for their pantry into there and then they've used that smaller pantry space as a place to put appliances. So something to consider if you've got the space to even add a small cupboard of some kind. It could be a one door, two doors, or even a cube unit I've used with clients just to give them a little bit more space to add in their kitchen area for putting their pantry items. So something I did mention before was decantering. So decantering does make it easier to stack things as well. If you can get particular styles of containers that stack nicely on top of each other, this is going to give you back a lot more space. Thinking about decantering, not only because it's going to keep things fresh, but it does also help to save space. Is also think about placing next to your stove, maybe oils and things that you use for cooking, which will also save space in the pantry. So I have two tips to avoid cluttering your pantry shelves once they are organized. Number one is to plan your meals. So making a meal plan for your week will help you know what you need to shop for. You can look in your pantry and see, I've already probably got three pasta sauces. I therefore don't need to buy any more. This stops you overstocking your pantry. You'll know exactly what you have instead of then just purchasing on the fly when you're there. Oh, I'm not sure. Do I have oil? I'll just grab it anyway. And then we get home and realize that we've actually got three oils already there. So definitely my biggest tip is to plan your meals and then look and create a list for your shopping. The next thing is when you come home from the supermarket with your groceries is to make sure that you place those new items at the back and you move your stock forward so that you're using that old stock first before it goes out of date. This will also help you to avoid cluttering up your pantry shelves. So I hope by sharing these steps to help you organize your pantry that you can now plan healthier meals, you'll definitely save money on groceries, and also help to reduce food waste. Thanks so much for listening to Simply Happy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your paper and digital clutter and free yourself from the overwhelm of clutter so that you can claim back time and space to enjoy the things you love, 
head over to simplyhappy.com.au in the resource section and grab the declutter checklist and start to reduce your clutter even with small amounts of time. 